Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I am also a huge fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Way makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are episode 147, baby! 147. Dome. Didn't need shit, baby. I fucking knew it. That's right, I James. Just straight up knew it. I knew the one thing that I need to know all week that I consistently do not know. What if that was the one thing you needed to know all week? <laughs> it literally is the only thing I need to know all week. I cannot, I cannot express to you how little impact my life has on those around me. <laughs> <laughs> You wake up every morning and you're like, this week will be 147. Mm -hmm. And then I instantly forget because I get distracted yeah, yeah, yeah. by food or something else. Right. You wake up, you go, five more sleeps till episode 147. <laughs> exactly. Uh, how's it going? Uh, it's going all right, Johnny. Can't complain. I'm not working Good. today, so that's lovely. We're recording this on President's Day, a Ooh. holiday where we celebrate 30 to 40 of our presidents. Mm -hmm. Not all of them, though. <laughs> 30 to 40 seems about right. <laughs> Uh, probably still pretty high. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you just don't look too deep into some of them. Oh, yeah. Surface level only, baby. That's the right. You're like, mutton chops. Love yeah. it. The key to a happy life is to not question anything. That's right. Speaking of which, do you want to introduce our guest? Uh, I sure do. Speaking of happy lives, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. I hear the secret is to have a happy wives. You know what I mean? Uh, some fun facts about the number 147. It's the highest possible break in snooker, which we all know what that is. And right. uh, the Big snooker fans on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 I liked her on Jersey Shore. Mm -hmm. the, <laughs> <laughs> the Volkswagen uh, Type 147 Kleindiefewagen was produced from 1964 to 1974. And that's right. all that I know about the number 147, according to some stuff I just read. Excellent. It will, uh, I'm glad that your microphone is sensitive and I could hear you typing looking for that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was off the dome just like James remembering the number. That's right. I'm special uh, too. You sure are. Uh, <laughs> did you boys have lovely Valentine's Day with your significant others? Uh, yeah, yeah. But the whole time I was thinking about you guys. I know. Same. <laughs> yeah, my mind, my mind drifted. It was, uh, Did... it was a blast. We uh, on, I don't know, Thursday. I was in a meeting with uh, some coworkers, and it was like my fiance and I said that we shouldn't get each other Valentine's Day gifts, and they were like, we should definitely get something because that's a trap. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then Amanda didn't end up getting me anything, but I still got her flowers. So, but damn. That's nice. No, flowers are that's a nice That's fine. Yeah. It's like right? low stakes. You're still not I feel like there's a there's a specific level of Valentine's Day present where you're not buying into the fact that it's a fake Hallmark holiday, but you're still doing something nice. Like a, yes. it's like a nice level. Yes. Yeah. I you did the dishes. That counts. <laughs> that's very good. For the record, I do the dishes quite often, but this specifically, she went to bed at night. And there was like a big pile of dishes, and she was like, "Oh, I hate waking up to having to do the dishes in the morning." And I was like, "Ha ha!" And I oh, did it nice. when she I did it when she went to bed, so she didn't. That's great. Them. Well, and yeah. you also I you also did perfect. it in a banana hammock, which is a uh, yes. part of yeah. It was very sexy. <laughs> just yeah. you you with yellow gloves and a, and yeah, a... just just me real horny cleaning out the drain in the in the sink. You know, right. they have to make real hammocks that look like a banana, right? 
God, I hope so. Oh, I'm if, sure they do. If, if not, they we don't, just fell if ass they backwards don't into delete some money. this and we're about to make millions of dollars. We That's just right. emailed that to ourselves. No one else can steal it. Mm-hmm. This is our Bitcoin. Trademark <laughs> banana hammock. Yeah. B- the banana hammock boys. That's what we are now. Ham nana bammock. And it's the shape of a hand. It's a banana that's shaped like a hand. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you also put some Scrabble pieces in there, and you have a banana hammock, Graham. And now we're really cooking. <laughs> now we're just fucking cooking with gas, dude. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is almost too hot. You know, yeah. I gotta step away. Trying to play banana grams in an actual hammock, nightmare. <laughs> Truly tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard to play most games. You just have a game of settlers. Everyone has their own hammock around. And they try to lean over on the board. <laughs> <laughs> if you can if you can play one whole round without everyone knocking the board over, you win. That's it. Everyone wins. <laughs> oh, do we oh do my. any uh, Valentine's Day cooking, or did you guys get food from elsewhere? What'd you do? We ordered. We got. Um, uh, we've been super healthy lately, so we decided to order nachos from like one of our favorite places around here. So we got nachos and a chicken sandwich, and had a bottle of Dave Matthews wine, which is our special occasion wine. Hell yeah, baby! He makes wine in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and then we watched. Uh, we only had three episodes left of Survivor season one, so we watched that. Uh, a real. I put on jeans, which was crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, shout out, to, shout out to Sue Hawk's speech at the end of Survivor Season oh, 1. Oh, wow. It was incredible. Setting the standard for all Final Tribal speeches to come, and it's not yet it been was, met. It was very fun to watch Season 1 to see little bits and, like, Colonel James, we're doing this for 30 seconds. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I've already got the timer going. Don't you great, thank you. <laughs> is that little what she calls people snakes or whatever? Yeah, yeah snakes and rats. It's uh, great. Richard is a snake. Anyway, uh, there's little bits and pieces that you find that, like, it was such lightning in a bottle in season one that they're like, okay, what are the elements that we can take? And you can right. see little bits where they, like, at one point, one of the characters, one of the characters, the contestants, was like, like, there's only six of us left. We have a one in six chance of winning. And then Jeff took that in pretty much every season since, yeah. tells them they have, like, a one in ten chance, a one in eight chance. Yeah. So there's all these, like, language from season one that they just captured for 20 years. And, and it's very much more that those first couple seasons, too, are much more like it's real world, but out in the wilderness. Right. And like, yeah, exactly. That part dies off as you go. But it's cool to see it early on. Man, imagine, John, if you put that energy towards literally anything else. Like what? <laughs> Give me one thing to do. <laughs> Honestly, anything to do. I'm reading Michelle paper. Obama's. I'm reading Michelle Obama's book. That counts, kind of. Oh. This is now uh, the third time I've picked it up and uh, <laughs> have not finished it. Uh-oh, Johnny doesn't read women writers well. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't read anything well these days. I think that could be my thing that I could really put my energy towards is getting the focus back to be able to read a chapter. <laughs> Man, it's tough. I, James and I were talking about it the other day. Like it's It's been a struggle a, I picked a not great book to start the year on, but then I finally finished it, and the book I'm reading now, I'm really enjoying. But like, if you're, especially now that we don't really have built-in like subway time or built-in being right? out elsewhere, yeah, time to exactly. Like, oh, I can read for 10, 20 minutes. It just sucks to to carve that out. Yeah, it turns out I don't love reading quite as much as I just had a lot of time on my hands. Right. <laughs> yeah. Is, like I had Big a lot time. of time where where I I had a lot of like trapped time where I was sitting on a subway and I had to be there with yeah. nothing else to do. Correct. Right. Yeah, it it is I think that there's two things that are right, but one I think the nature of my job is so like sporadic and all over the place that it like feeds my lack of attention span. Yeah. So like I'm spending so much time doing sporadic work that like by the time I get to like where I need to focus on something, I just don't have it like I used to. Yeah. And then just also like I'm out of practice. 
Yeah. Oh, boy. You start to look at the, all the letters, and they're jumping out at you, and they're fighting with each other. You don't know what it all means. Yeah. You know, it's bad when I'm like on Instagram, and I'm like, ugh, I'm not reading this long post. <laughs> Dude, a long post can be such a slog, though. Yeah. So much more so than like a page of a book. Like a page of a book went through pu- editing and publishing. Some long-ass post on Instagram w- it was just brain farted out by some idiot who, you know... Whatever. Right. Not, about, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> about someone who didn't have something figured out and now is perfect. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, we just start shitting on like, because I get that some of those posts are like inspirational or people sharing their journey or whatever, but also like, okay, shut up. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jimmy, what'd you guys do food wise for uh, Valentine's? Uh, we just made uh, chicken parm, that like mix of fancy fancy cheap chicken parm that we made a couple weeks ago we just did that hello baby delicious so good <laughs> uh and that was about it we didn't do we don't really we ha- i mean we haven't given each other gifts for big holidays and, like this is the first time we've given each other christmas gifts in like five years uh <laughs> and we yeah we don't really do much for valentine's day so well, I fully sh- nor should you yeah uh, we get each other joke gifts every year for Valentine's Day. As, as well, you, by the way, Amanda got a uh, 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 tracksuit from Gap, and I don't have oh. one still. So I you gotta get. I gotta get a tracksuit. Um, you also gotta get a sweatsuit. That's where I've moved into. I guess hers is more of a sweatsuit than a tracksuit, but still, I oh, have to get both. It's of good those to have things. both. Yeah, <laughs> you should also get into. You should also buy shoes you don't need. That's my new thing. <laughs> Hell that yes. was that was my by, that was my Valentine's Day gift. My she got me a shoe cleaning kit. <laughs> I'm in. Oh the, <laughs> I'm in the process of buying a new phone, and that's gonna like set me back a, a, a touch. But like once I get my money back up after that, I'm going all in on being a shoe guy. I can't wait. Nice. You're getting a razor. Yeah, I'm getting the Motorola razor. Uh, cool. Fuck yeah. Cer- dude. Certified pre-owned. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I think I'm going to get a sidekick next. I'm pretty yeah. stoked on it. Yeah. JD or, Power and Associate rates that one highly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or an LG sure chocolate. Yeah. Or an LG Ooh, chocolate. chocolate. Hell yeah. Dude. I remember the chocolate. We re- we watched uh, Iron Man recently, and Tony has like an LG chocolate or whatever. One of those ones where like the phone, the screen pops up, and it turns into like a T-shape. Fuck yeah. It's Which crazy just, how it's not that long ago. That's 12 years. That phones were... Years. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Dude, ten years ago, I was losing my mind over a BlackBerry. I remember yeah. getting a BlackBerry, and like it was like this is the greatest fucking thing of all time. I never even got a BlackBerry. I went from some bullshit like T nine texty slidey phone straight to like the iPhone yeah, two that's or right. three or whatever. Yeah, I mean that's same. like that's like going from the Stone Age to the Moon. Like what the fuck? Yeah, no, hundred percent. I was very much like man being given the gift of fire and just grunting at it and like. It was like the apes in 2001, where I was just touching it and stroking it as like a coral Gorgilietti score rose up behind me. Whew. Man, I just blacked yeah. out what reference, how many references did I make? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's to say? Uh, we uh, went to Sonny's Bar in Red Hook, uh, oh, nice. got a couple drinks, and then we're gonna, we were going to try and eat at a restaurant near, next to that, the place that we might have our wedding uh but they are not open for any sort of indoor or outdoor dining so we went home and amanda got a hometown barbecue and i got mcdonald's best of both worlds baby that's a real high low situation there too for uh, hometown didn't have any of the things they were out of all those things that i wanted so i just i was like well fuck it i'm gonna eat spicy nugs 
<laughs> How are just, the spicy? You didn't just get their scraps that they have lying around. <laughs> right, right. Wait, say what, Johnny? I said, how are the spicy nugs? I haven't had the spices. They're fine. They're not like Wendy's spicy nugs, but they're good. Ah, all right. Um, yeah. That's you should have just asked Hometown for the cellophane that they wrap their brisket in. Be like, can I just lick the plastic, please? Just give me <laughs> a me. bag of the, Just give me a bag of the plastic. Thank you. Let me let me lick the prep station, please. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the knife that you use to slice the meat? Yeah. Just rub the knife on a piece of bread and give me that. Thank you. <laughs> that would be lovely. <laughs> anyway, what now? Uh, should we talk about Harold and also Kumar? Uh, yeah, okay, baby. No <laughs> they went to White Castle. I want 30 sliders, five French fries, and four large cherry Cokes. I want the same except make mine Diet Cokes. Chuck. Wow. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Binging with Babish, where this week we're taking a look at one of the most culinarily cathartic scenes in all of cinema. I'm speaking, of course, about the stony climax at the end of Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Dude, uh, I haven't seen this movie in forever. Like, so long. I haven't seen it in forever, but this movie holds such a special special place in my heart because this was... This might have been... I think this was the first R-rated comedy I was allowed to go see... Cause I was like Ooh. a, I was like a, so, I was a sophomore in high school. Uh huh. My parents were like super strict on stuff. The first R, I remember the first R-rated movie I was allowed to go see was Black Hawk Down. Sure. And then, that fits yeah, with your personality. About zero to because 60. violence, because gratuitous violence, no one gives a shit about. But sex, if there's any right. hint of sex or nudity, if it, if you better it, watch if out. it validates the war in Iraq, you are allowed to watch it. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, remember when they shot up the White Castle in that movie? <laughs> yeah. Um. I remember I had I had friends who were in the, the grade above me. I had just started hanging out with friends who were in the grade above me, and they Ooh, had a car. Were they good or bad influences? They were great influences. They had a car, so this was the first time my friends were able to drive me to the theater. Like I was able to go to the theater without my parents dropping me off. That's huge, huge, huge step. And I remember get like getting picked up by them. We went to the theater, and then after the theater. We went to we didn't. There was no White Castle anywhere near us, so we went to Wendy's after, and we just ate a shit ton of Wendy's. And it was like, this was like the first taste of adult freedom I had as a child. And I was like, this is truly revolutionary <laughs> shit right now. I can if go this here. Is what, yeah, if this is what being an adult is, I cannot fucking wait. And it and it, that loses its luster eventually, very uh. quickly. <laughs> uh, this movie is like. I feel like it's kind of a lost uh, gem in that like 2000, let's say two, one, two to like 2006 ish era of like comedies that you have to see and you have to have like all the quotes ready so that you don't look like an idiot at school, you know, like, yes, there are some iconic bits in this that like, I forgot entirely about the tow truck guy who takes them back to his place that Christopher Maloney plays and his wife is Malin Ackerman and she, I heard heard what you said. (laughs) Yeah. What How about year a did this come out? What year? Four. I said, what year did this come out? 2004. 2004. 2004. Dude, I was saying before we started, the cast on this, John Cho, Cal Penn, Neil Patrick Harris, which I believe was four, he, before he came out of the closet. And so they, they like yeah, leaned into he was, him. He was playing like a sex god, wasn't he? Like right. Like a straight He's, sex like a, god? Like a drugged out sex god. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he also played like on like How I Met Your Mother when he was out. Correct. But that, like a but that was character. after that. How I Met Your Mother started after this movie. Yes. Right. But I'm saying that like 
He's uh, played that character like in play- multiple things. Him playing sure, a straight... Correct, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. correct, 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 correct. Uh, it's just proof that, that he can act goodly. Uh, yeah, but this was like... I think this was like his first big thing after like... He'd been kind of in the being wilderness, and it was star. like it was yeah, like yeah, 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 it was like Doogie Howser, and then right. this was him this. emerging out of yeah. being a joke, basically, yeah. and like leaning into the bit, and then emerging on the other side, like, oh, I'm actually like a Broadway star, and I'm a gay guy. <laughs> uh, Anthony Anderson, Fred Willard, Christopher Maloney, uh, Ryan Reynolds, David Crumbles, Eddie K. Thomas. Shout out uh, American Pie. Who did Ryan Reynolds play? He was the doctor. Remember they they end up in the hospital, and Ryan Reynolds That's is the right. doctor. Yes. Uh, this movie is in the category for me of things that came out when I was in boarding school, so I didn't know it existed until afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I think it. I think I was in boarding school that year. That would make sense. Sophomore when was Katrina? That's always. Katrina was the year after this. Two thousand. Yeah. Oh, then then this came out, and then I got sent to boarding school. So I just don't think I got to see it in time. <laughs> just then, just I got sent Mark. away. <laughs> you got arrested on your way to see. Harold and Kumar. Yeah, I was on my way. <laughs> Wait, so neither of you have seen it recently, right? No. no and I honestly, Do you think I it would hold it, up? No, I don't. Okay. I don't think it'll hold up because I think it's it was right before like 40-Year-Old Virgin and Anchorman came and completely shifted the landscape of what comedy is where it's like much more um, – they made it like much more Im- improvised scenes and things like that. Where this is kind of like the, I feel like the older style, like very written out. Um, yeah, also that just, makes sense. Just like, I don't know. It, I don't know. I don't think it would hold up, but I'm sure I would enjoy it because it would be the, like this nostalgic. definitely. It's like, yeah, I think it's the tail end of like the American Pie sort of like sex romp kind of comedy. Kind like, of, yeah. Because yeah. Babish uh, does specifically say like one of my favorite movies in high school. Like he specifically calls out in high school. Right, because if yeah. you were in high school or college, I mean, guessing also if you were in college at this time, like this was the you, probably this hits. was the thing you want to smoke weed and you want to go eat a whole bunch of fast food with your friends, and this movie <laughs> spoke to that. Correct. <laughs> uh, but White Castle itself, I uh, let's see here. Uh, well, should I read their Wikipedia intro? Sure, give it a whirl. <laughs> White Castle is an American regional hamburger restaurant chain with 377 locations across 13 states, with its greatest presence in the Midwest. It has been generally credited as the world's first fast food hamburger chain. It is known for its small square hamburgers, referred to as sliders. The burgers were initially priced at 5 cents until 1929 and remained at 10 cents until 1949. In the 40s, White Castle periodically ran promotional ads in local newspapers, which contained coupons offering five burgers for 10 cents takeout only. Time, uh, in January of 2014, Time labeled White Castle Slider as the most influential burger of all time. A lot I mean, of competition. Yeah, it makes no, but it makes sense because if they were the first ones to do it, it sounds like they were the first ones to do it like on scale and right. and like yeah, which um, is crazy. I do you enjoy? Have never had White Castle. I've only had it once. Um, it, Joe, good. sorry. No, it's it's is White it Castle. Did, Joe, did you have it around you when you were growing up? There was one, God, I remember there being one, and I don't remember where, and I remember around the time this movie came out, asking my mom, like, oh, would you, could we go and get White Castle? And she was like, you won't like it. Uh, that's and, smart. Okay. That's, a smart <laughs> that's a smart mom move right there. Just just the Jedi mind tricking you. Yeah. And then of, I of in, just, <laughs> yeah. also, who, who, she's, I mean, that is a flat out lie. She's caught her son eating fucking butter out of a tub. I a, never said a, I was caught. 
Uh, Listen, she knows. She comes down and finds spoonful marks, spoon yeah. marks in the butter. She's like, my piece of shit son is in here eating. Or fork. Why does this look like a Ben and Jerry? Yeah. She didn't, Joe, she didn't bring you to White Castle because she knew you would fucking die. She knew you would. <laughs> All I had to say, I internalized that because I was like, well, I don't like onions because I'm uh, 12 and stupid. And so I just let that go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then like i don't know a couple years after that i went um to a football game at ford field with uh, a buddy and on the way home they, he it was like him and his dad and his a bunch of his brothers and we got a crave case like two or three crave cases on the way back and it changed my life. it was great it's a great wow. crappy burger yeah right I, I, yeah i would i'm i would happily eat at a white castle the only problem is the only White Castle that I've had like regular access to was the one in Bushwick. When I lived in Bushwick, yeah. the one it was under a train, yeah, and it was filled with so much bulletproof glass. It looked yeah. like Fort Knox. Like the the entire counter was was covered in bulletproof glass. Yeah, you got your food. You got your food through a slot, and it was like under a dingy train. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm good not going here. I just this the vibe well, here because that was is all wrong. If if you walked a block in the other direction, in uh, either direction, there were like fast food spots that didn't have all of that all the security. Yes, there was a, yeah, there was welcoming. a lovely Popeyes. There was a there was a movie themed Burger King for some reason. Yo, that in Burger the middle King of a movie themed Burger King. It was yeah, a Burger King that just not, had posters. Oh my god, Johnny! <laughs> you've, Johnny, you've never been to the movie themed Burger King in Bushwick on Knickerbocker Ave. I don't think so. I'm so Dude, sorry. It's a storied location. Yeah, for no reason at all. It's a completely movie themed Burger King in the middle of Bushwick. It's <laughs> so they have they have they utterly have like bizarre posters up, like framed pictures of like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jennifer Lopez, I think Keanu Reeves. Like it's a weird swath of celebrities. It's so bizarre. And I'm then very like, into this. The on the booths or on the walls, the like wallpapers, like film strips, and like. It's just it's wild. It it, it is uh, maybe the New York restaurant at which I have eaten most because I used to live right next to it uh, for a moment with James and uh, mm -hmm. yeah I would get drunk and or high a lot and go eat uh, ten nuggets for a dollar fifty from that self same location. <laughs> Cost effective. My one, sure. My one uh, White Castle experience. There was one in Hell's Kitchen near my first job. And one day they had like a big part. They just split the company into groups based on like client work that you did. Uh -huh. And so we were in group two and we worked on Nike. And so there was this party that they had on our floor. So it was in the office and there were two conference rooms and they set up the TVs between them and played beer po or a uh, uh, flip cup between them. So one one line finished, it switched to the other conference room. It oh. went across and then came back. There were Nike ice luges all throughout the office <laughs> and there were people dressed up in bear costumes with crave cases walking around. Oh Jesus. my God. What? That they just, it's spent it, an insane, it was like advertising, like throwing away money in like the early 2010s. <laughs> Sure. It, I mean, but it sounds it's at that level of like eyes wide shut where it's like the the, the, the ex exorbitance is feels like ritualistic and chaotic. Oh, it was it was insane. <laughs> and I had my first White Castle and it's it's fine. Like it's it's what you'd think it is. Yeah, man. It, 
if I went to an orgy and there was crave cases lying around, I would be much less interested in the sex than, than, than the White Castle. Thousand percent. Uh, White Castle also. Have you ever had their? Uh, they, they, oh, I guess you haven't because you haven't either. They have chicken rings. Yeah, I've seen chicken, the chicken rings. rings. Chicken rings. So take it on your ring, all right? And now it's chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and they and they created that, and we're like, here, eat it, you fucking weirdos. <laughs> we're like, fine, I'll do that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, but I'm if I do it, I'm gonna eat a lot of them. <laughs> do you, what do you think that happened before or after Burger King chicken fries? <laughs> I think yeah. I think probably honestly before. Like right. white. Based on what we know about White Castle, it sounds like they're innovators, and Burger yeah, King they're... is definitely biting their shit. Yeah, it sounds right. like it yeah, sounds yeah. like White Castle is innovators, but has no idea how to like market it or make like take <laughs> right, things right, to the next right. level. Like like they were like, okay, White Castle has chicken rings, right? O's, if you will. So we chicken X's, X's and O's. What do we think? Like that's an impossible shape to cut chicken into. Why don't we just do like take one of one slash of the X, <gasps> chicken sticks, and then. You know, yep. and then that same guy was like, "All right, I also saw this White Castle that had movie posters everywhere." That's <laughs> <laughs> just a guy biting for me. I went to a blockbuster recently, <laughs> and they have movies all in there. What if we did that at Burger King? <laughs> <laughs> Do they have a wall that's all one movie and then random ones all split throughout? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Anyway, White Castle. Uh, all right. A restaurant. Let's for talk families. about. Let's talk about uh, the Babish version. Uh, so he makes these sliders, which looks like quite the ordeal. Yes. Yeah. But also he gets the flat top grill out, which we all love to see. Yeah, God, I, I want do. A flat top grill so badly. I think he has. I mean, that setup was very good. He has a six burner setup, and you can put the flat top over all of it. I mean, pie in the sky dream world is you have a flat top and you have. Uh, but that I think would be a home in such a scale that I'll never live in. Yeah, a thousand percent. Uh, but maybe someday. It's nice to dream. Dreaming's fun. Uh, <laughs> so he makes he makes these burgers. He does a thing that uh, upset all of us in it, which is that he weighed a frozen White Castle, did some math about what size the burger should be, and then didn't actually weigh the individual one. So he did the upfront work and then didn't do the second part. Yeah, he was like, it should be about an ounce. And then he just made them the size that he needed. And it was like, but that's not the weight. You don't know the weight. You have no idea what the weight's going to be, dog. Yeah. But I wonder if you like. It did work out. They looked very good, and like construction-wise, I think he had a very good assembly line going. Yes, I'd say so for sure. Like, it's also it was weird to I even after having already seen this episode, it was weird like the idea that the the patties never actually touched the grill, like they're all just cooked. Yes, that is a very bizarre uh, a bizarre thing about them. It, yeah, it, it feels like it's like a White Castle thing that they figured out in terms of like assembly line again, but not flavor, and then they just refuse to change it. <laughs> that's th- I wonder if they still do that. I bet that that feels like something where they're like, we still do this the same. But they they don't like if you guys are I've selling seen said, videos I mean, he said of they, them doing yeah, he it. Said they yeah, did. there's guys. like a lot of like, sorry, Joey. <laughs> no, that's okay. You go. You're you're right. <laughs> no, I'm just. saying. I changed my mind. <laughs> I'm just saying. Question everything. You don't know what mm. White Castle's telling us and not telling us. That's a good point. Uh, I, I consider White White Castle to be part of the lamestream media. So, 
But yeah, it is a bizarre process. It's you put onions on the grill, then you put the burgers on top of the onions, then you put the bun on top of the burger and you just let it be, and then you flip it over and put some cheese and a pickle on it and call it a day. It's like a very strange system. Yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of stressed me out, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I would ever do it myself. It's uh, definitely uh-uh. the reason that you go to a White Castle is so someone else will make 10 sliders for you. Yeah, I don't. I, I I'm not eating that much beef to begin with, but I also like. I feel like a burger is such a fun, like reward yourself out treat as a, get a like. I'm not gonna like going burger. to the effort to make a burger at home. Just feels like, like what am I doing? <laughs> I don't know. Well, Johnny, if you end up at White Castle not feeling like you want to try some beef, uh, I got great news for you. You get it. You get yourself a chicken ring slider. Uh, you're in business, all right? It's basically <laughs> it's basically a salad. Ah, excellent. Chicken, healthy beef, less so. I do like White Castle's commitment to not putting tomatoes or lettuce on fucking anything. It's just like, listen, yes. it's it's onions, cheese, and beef. Here you go, you fat lards. Enjoy it, and we love it. And it's it's onions, cheese, and beef, and there's thirty of them. <laughs> go fetch. <laughs> they did figure out the right, uh, the right slider serving size. A case that is the amount that is the exact <laughs> amount of sliders you should always have. The size and style. Yeah. 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 Right. They're like, what unit should we serve it in? Hmm, should we serve it in a thing that ransom briefcases also <laughs> yeah. work with? Yeah, exactly. Should it be five? Should it be ten? What I, if? What if it was that thing that your dad carried to work every day? This has to have been done, but I'm just imagining a guy who like gets a crave case on the way to work, but like accidentally <laughs> brings it in instead of his real briefcase and like sits down at a meeting and like snaps it open. To yeah, that, <laughs> like yeah, that has act, been done when, whole thing when someone is having a mental break. <laughs> that's, that's what that is. <laughs> All right, so I'm close to pretending that a crave case is my actual briefcase. I get it. Okay, so I'm looking. Uh, I'm not well. A crave case is 30, and then a crave crate yes. is 100. <laughs> I think oh we have to. God. I think okay. So our first stop, our first stop is obviously Buffalo Wild Wings when this is all over and we can be back sure together thing. inside. Right. I think yeah. we need to do. I think we need to get a crate. I think we need to be crate boys. Yeah. And I think we should yeah, go to right. that bulletproof glass fortress in Bushwick. Yeah. And, and we should dine in. We should just really go for it. You know. And we and we uh you know whoever gets to the thirty fourth burger first, you get the thirty fourth burger. The <laughs> other two people only get thirty three. Exactly. 33. <laughs> they have the wildest. Okay, let me. There's one, two, three, four, five, seven different uh, things in their big craves section Ooh. on the website. Number one is a crave clutch, which is any <laughs> twenty sliders. Oh my god, I love in this. a purse. Real quick, and then there's a castle pack. Oh, no, no, what? no. You go ahead. No, there's lots of them. I want to hear what you're going to say. <laughs> I was I was going to go through what kinds of sliders they have, and that's also a bunch. So you go. Oh first. yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so there's a castle pack seven, which is <laughs> ten original sliders, two small fries, and two small drinks. There's a castle pack eight, which is ten sliders, a sack of chicken rings, and a sack of fries. Hell yeah. There's a castle pack nine, which is twenty original sliders and four small fries. Okay. And then there's uh, a. <laughs> you can buy them by the sack trademark. Which is the classic? <laughs> Any ten of your favorite sliders in a sack, and Perfect. then there's the then there's the two I said already. The case, which I is know, thirty, and the I know crate, it's which is not, 100. But I really wish the Bro. sack was just like a burlap, like a bur- piece of burlap with a with a rough rope, <laughs> like a proper sack to tie it off. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you can do a exactly. race in it afterwards. 
Like, it could either be one of two old world sacks, right? It's either like a burlap thing or it's like a goat's stomach that's been like dried out, you know? <laughs> uh, yep. uh, in terms of available sliders, uh, the original and the cheese slider, right? Fine. Standard. That makes sense. Ooh, the right. double cheese slider. Okay. Sure. Going a little off the reservation. Original slider with egg and cheese. Jalapeno cheese slider. Uh, bacon cheese slider. Chicken ring slider. Chicken breast slider for when you want to be health conscious, right? The chicken ring, we don't know what's in that. This one's chicken breast. You're guaranteed. I love I love when people tacitly just admit that there's not good chicken right. in whatever. It's, it's <laughs> We've shaped it into a ring. You know what you're getting into. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. This is right. on you now. Uh, the chicken breast slider. The savory grilled chicken slider. Again, we're getting healthier as we go. Uh-oh. The bacon and cheddar grilled chicken started to get less healthy. The veggie slider. What are you doing at White Castle getting a veggie slider? <laughs> get uh, out of here. The Western barbecue grilled chicken, which is um, grilled chicken, barbecue sauce, and onion rings. Uh, the fish slider, and then the breakfast waffle slider. If you go to their actual website, there's more, too. Man, oh, man. On their actual website, there's also a seafood crab cake slider, the, impos- <laughs> the impossible slider with smoked cheddar cheese, a panko breaded fish slider. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, by the way, Yo, that waffle I mean, slider <laughs> looks insane. Looks monstrous. The they I I usually don't go for crinkle cut fries so much, but because for whatever reason they tend to not get as crispy. But uh, the ones at um, White Castle are solid. Yeah, now I'm now I'm super hungry. Yeah, it was a great it was a great episode. Yeah, this is fun. He makes it like he makes the the version that's in the movie, and then he does yeah. like a nice version where he grinds his own beef, and then he does a little uh, like cheese. What would you call that? What he does on the Parmesan grill. cheese crisps. Was it Parmesan? No. It was either way. It was a crisp similar to that one from the first episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he makes like a smash burger, and then the crisp, and makes it like a little bit more of a like an upscale slider, which looks very good as well. What? Um, <clears throat> he used some really good uh, meat for the burgers. Yeah, he uh, used chuck and then also uh, short rib. Which who? Uh, both of the those are my two homies in the Washtenaw County Jail. Chuck and short rib. <laughs> Shout out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> those are the friends I made when I was in the clink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, solid app. Real fun. Enjoyed seeing the the big old griddle. Hell yeah! Uh, should we correspond? Sure. Let's do it. Uh, just one quick correspondence really today. Uh, and it's, it's just, we want to shout it out one more time. We already put it out on the socials, but shout out to church sound guy, uh, for your one star review of the podcast. Um, it's our first one star. And this we is just our first one star review. Yeah. This is very I, thrilling. I, I'm pretty sure that in the past we have acknowledged, uh, other reviews. Um, this is not the first time that we've delved into our Apple pod reviews, but, but it's, yeah, it's important to stay humble. You know, it's I haven't read humble. them in a while. There are some, gr- there's like, people are legitimately so funny in our review. <laughs> yes. They're fantastic for, so church sound guy, this review came in, uh, January 20th of this year. Uh, and in his bolded title is, uh, well that made it easy to unsubscribe. Uh, his uh, his comment is liked your guys rambling conversation until you flipped the bird to half the country which again is that because of my chocolate chip bagel pick is it I mean there are so many options for what that could be I mean it really could have been many I mean I'm going to go out on a limb and say it was definitely something political that we said but that Stamp. could still I mean that still 
doesn't really limit it that much to what it could have been. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very true. I also love the, the backhanded shot of enjoyed your rambling conversation. It's just, yeah. the, it's the best. It's truly, I mean, it's truly <laughs> almost like it's, it's like the baby shoes never worn of a bad review. Is what yeah. it is. It's, just, it's great. It's, you guys were white noise to put on while my child fell asleep. And yeah. now no more. <laughs> There are people who listen to structured podcasts, which is is, is astounding. Oh, yeah. Like podcasts it's, that are about one thing and like tell you what that thing is, and then they like follow a plot line. Yeah, people <laughs> outline. There are people who outline their podcast episodes, which is, I mean, good for you, you know? Yeah, hey, Crazy. shout out. I don't know why you got, if you wanted to do more work, I don't know why you got into podcasting. This is supposed to be a no-lift thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they probably have Patreon pages and everything. Yeah, they, yeah, they probably found a way to monetize the thing that they enjoy doing. <laughs> I would love if this was in reference to when we like just do like coastal elitists, but it doesn't have anything to do with politics. Yeah. It was just us like like talking about how we don't like Iowa for no reason. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just, right. <laughs> don't go to flyover states; they don't have bodegas. So this. People this who don't realize it. that you can get bodega food anywhere are the funniest versions of New Yorkers to me. It is very silly. Yes. It's such a silly take. <laughs> no, no, no. You got to get a, a, a bodega where the guy's going to put on too much ketchup, salt, and pepper. It's That's important. Right. Not to say that yeah, it happens in right. a bodega. That is, that is my culture. <laughs> <laughs> right. My culture is sandwiches. Yes. Yeah, subpar egg sandwiches are my culture. Yes. Shout out to Bodegas. I love you. I will always love you forever and ever. I will eat those egg sandwiches all the time. Never yeah, gonna stop. Great. Part of me does want to know what the moment was that got this guy to unsubscribe to know whether or not we should do some self examination or whether what we did was hundred percent fine. My gut is we were hundred percent fine, Johnny, but that's probably think, part of no, the problem. I don't think self examination is what we did. I think the goal of this podcast at least for me, has always been and will continue to be to start out the gate hot and then just keep driving it into the ground until we, <laughs> have, until we reach a point where we have exactly zero listens. And at yeah. that point, we can finally rest and we will ascend to heaven. We detach from reality. And, and yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'll say this, uh, cowards, uh, if you're thinking about writing in or if you're not thinking about writing in, here's your chance. Uh, write us in with the headline church sound guy. And then uh, give us what you think Church Sound Guy bailed for. Like, give us your review as Church Sound Guy of why, like, the detailed version of why he left. That or, or she. Or, yeah, or <laughs> send in when you came closest to unsubscribing. That's what I would like. Oh, yeah, I that's wanna good. Know, yes. I want to know what what you, like, you have suffered through 147 episodes of this. Right. But at what point were you hovering over the unsubscribe button like these motherfuckers? Where, where was your crisis when, of faith? Exactly, yeah. When did we <laughs> shake you to your core? And what brought you back? Yeah, exactly, yeah, sure. Yeah, but, but regardless of which two of those you do, please title it Church Sound Guy. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah, that we know we to know. which. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you get that handle? I can't believe that wasn't taken. <laughs> <laughs> guys if you like the podcast on like church sound guy uh please like and subscribe give us a five star review to counteract that one star review we got from church sound guy uh yeah we hate a one star yeah um 
Uh, if you want to follow us for more content, we are at Gabby Fab on Twitter. We are Gabby Fabish on Instagram. And if you want to send your emails in which you describe what you think made Church Sound Guy uh, leave, or if you describe your crisis of faith with our podcast, uh, <laughs> send that to Gabby with Fabish at email.com. Okay, bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Forever. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>